Hello, welcome to the Talk Therapy podcast. This episode is about verbal and non-verbal communication. Uh, this episode is for counselling students uh, who are just taking off on their journey in uh, counselling education. Uh, my name is Varuni Fernando, a counsellor in Sri Lanka. Uh, let's uh, think about how we listen with our eyes to non-verbal cues. Uh, there is a study that has found that what clients actually talk uh, with words, what they actually say, constitutes only 7% of their message. That's a really small amount. The tone of their voice communicates 38% and non-verbal cues 55%. So when we see these numbers, we have to understand that listening with our eyes is really important in counselling. Not everything is articulated or said in words. Most of the time clients speak with facial expressions and body language. Maybe that is why we have evolved to have a whole separate part of our brain that is connected to uh, facial recognition. Uh, it's a little bit of trivia. but. Uh, do all non-verbal cues have meaning? It's very unlikely that everything that goes on in the face has some meaning. Uh, very, very unlikely. But when the same expression comes through a few times, then you can be quite certain that this means something. Uh, so what do we mean by non-verbal communication? It's, it's when we see the client make certain facial expressions or they uh, express certain things uh, in, with their body language, for example, a tight jaw, a raised eyebrow, or not wanting to make eye contact. Uh, maybe they are biting their lips and sometimes uh, some people develop facial tics. Uh, so these are all facial expressions that uh, we need to be aware of. And uh, what about the body language? Uh, now, some clients can meddle with their hair, pull their ear, they start biting their nails or they sit right at the edge of their chair. Uh, and uh, a very, very uh, common thing that we see is uh, they cross their arms at their chest and uh, some some of them they sit with their body completely turned away from the counselor and you might also notice that uh, some clients have dropped their shoulders um, and sitting hunched um, and then there are others who are very emotional and all they although they seem to have a good you know they have a handle on what their you know um, conscious emotions or they seem to be speaking quite well you can see that their body is shaking and some are actually fidgeting in their seats all these um, are you know body language uh, expressions that uh, as counselors we need to be very aware of we have to train ourselves to uh, look carefully and uh, register it in our memory uh, and we need to be able to analyze certain ways of uh, clients when they express certain things in, through their body language. Um, we have to make note of it and we should address it at certain points. 
not always but definitely there are certain important uh, places where we need to address um, we'll take an example um, you could say something like this i i noticed that each time you spoke of your husband's verbal abuse uh, you were clenching your fists uh, it seems to me like that you're holding a lot of tension within um, so you could uh, you can see that here we have done uh, what we have done is to help the client open up to emotions and feelings that they may have uh, may not have acknowledged consciously uh, by observing a client's non-verbal communication or body language we have what we have done is we have enabled the client to explore deeper and become more self-aware of what they're actually going through uh, let's take another example uh, it could be like uh, it could be something like this uh, you can say when you were talking about your wife's depression and the baby i noticed some fear in your eyes am i right to observe that is there anything you feel fearful about now uh, this is something that you know you if you are observing carefully uh, you can see the fear um, it could be for various reasons uh, a spouse may not be very comfortable leaving the baby at home uh, alone with uh, his wife who might be severely depressed so obviously you know there people do go through these uh, thought processes fearful emotions so we need to pick up on it and address it um and now we'll see a, a different side to nonverbal communication if you've seen two people sitting and talking uh, you may have noticed that they tend to mirror each other uh they will keep their hands in very similar positions and if one person smiles the immediately you can see the other person also smiling uh they turn to face each other more fully uh, what happens is uh, with this kind of um, uh, expression uh, their movements they reinforce their relationship they build on their rapport and it helps them to feel more com- uh, connected and um, and a good conversation proceeds in this way through mirroring we we are not very conscious of it but when we are talking to a good friend uh, or someone uh, we always uh, do these things unconsciously most of the time mirroring is a very useful way of nonverbal communication to let the client um, feel that you the counselor is with him and is completely tuned in to what he is saying so nonverbal communication is also used uh, in therapy for trauma uh, the counselor can introduce uh, a very small amount of uh, traumatic material and observe carefully for the client's body language it could be like the breathing can become quite heavy and quick uh, the body might stiffen uh, some body rea- reactions like dizziness may not be visible to the counselor uh, that's that's a bit of a downside but in trauma therapy it is common for the counselor to move uh, from uh, sensations of trauma 
and then to sensations of strength and comfort so it's like a pendulum going back and forth uh, in between these negative and positive emotions and feelings so a counselor needs to be uh, quite skilled and experienced in order to handle that kind of situation and i wouldn't recommend uh, trauma counselling online for reasons such as this but uh, during this uh, time of the pandemic uh, we as counselors should uh, not turn away people from online counseling so instead of using um, uh, tactics or techniques like that we can always offer them even for trauma victims person centered therapy and we can walk that road together with them uh, towards healing so i s- hope that uh, with this episode a very short episode of um, uh, dealing with uh, non verbal communication that you have uh, got a good understanding of it a uh, very basic and uh, good foundation and un- understanding and uh, i hope to uh, come back with the more counseling education in this podcast so uh, thank you for listening